It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Pac-12 Football and Beyond for this Friday, April 3rd, as we inch a little bit closer towards uh, the NFL draft at the end of the month, and certainly a lot to talk about with regard to pro prospects in the Pac-12. Got uh, a film breakdown on a few guys today, as we tend to do. We're going to get a little bit in the Pac-12 with Ashton Davis, the fine safety there, but going to talk about a couple of other guys in the region, Boise State's defensive end Curtis Weaver and Fresno State's guard uh, Natane Muti. Uh, we're going to break down those guys. Some transfer news, some recruiting news, as we always have. Uh, a little more draft room nuggets around the conference, as well as some miscellaneous stuff we want to get to. Uh, want a reminder again that we're here every weekday breaking down the world of college football. Check us out. Um Every day, sign up for Landry Football's conference call. And the way we do it, as you know, if you're a veteran listener, follower of us, is we talk about the world of college football on a national level um, at the beginning, and then we kind of break down the week that was inside the conference in a different conference each day. So, And it also includes the region that the conference is in. So it gives you a good feel, and it gives us a chance to go in-depth. That's what we like to do, go in-depth with all of these programs. So Friday is Pac-12 Day. And uh, like everyone, we are hoping and praying that things get better and better health-wise and economic-wise in our country, and we can um, get ready for football season. I've been asked a bunch about um, – how long is it going to take to get ready? And there's a lot of different thoughts and different ways to determine it. But listen, the entire spring has pretty much been wiped out as there's really nothing is going to happen in terms of organized activities, uh, physically at least, in the month of May and uh, not likely in June. And I think July is slow, slowly getting um, – wiped off the map as well so we're, we're going to see and keep you posted but there's still a lot of uh, concerted effort 
to see if there's any way that the football season will go forward. And we're very optimistic that it will and in some uh, form, shape, or fashion. And we're here to cover it all for you, not only here but over at LandryFootball.com. Uh, whether it's the draft, recruiting, we've got all of it that we're going to cover for you and keep you up to date in our notebooks daily as well as the breakdowns of uh, recruits on film, uh, draft prospects on film, uh, the NFL, the college game, we've got it all for you. And it's the best discount we've ever had the scouting season offer. So take advantage of that. So for less than $5 a month, you can get access to all of that information. Also want to reach out and thank our fine friends at 401k Generation that brings you this podcast and brings you the best financial information you could ever have on money management, investments, um, answering any questions that you might have, uh, particularly in this uh, down cycle. Uh, it's actually, you know, some positives from an investment standpoint that you can make out of it. You got to know a little bit more about the process so they can help you with that. So they're licensed in all 50 states and they can help you reach out to them today. Call or text at 1-866-998-5879. So the Pac-12 are among the latest schools that have joined the Big 12 and the SEC of proving the use of virtual meetings. So coaches and players are not able to meet, as you know, in close proximity, but uh, the face-to-face social distancing has eliminated that. But the fortunate thing is in the modern-day world, you have virtual meetings and uh, video conferencing where you can have group activity, film study, and they are proven two hours a week for football and you know um so we'll see uh, if they can increase the the amount of time they'll need to be more than two hours a week but uh, they're certainly looking to join everyone else and trying to figure out what's the best way to go about teaching players getting them mentally prepared uh, as it's been such an unusual spring in terms of preparation. Hey, the biggest news around the conference this past week is the news that former Boston College redshirt senior quarterback Anthony Brown is transferring to Oregon as a graduate. Uh, it looks like um, the 6'2", 220-pounder um, who struggled with injuries, inconsistent play, um, his, uh, you know, not guaranteed a starting spot, but uh, certainly someone that's going to be in the mix. Um, they offered him an opportunity to come in and compete and with Justin Herbert out the door. Uh, he's very athletic, very capable. As I mentioned, been had some injury issues and been inconsistent. But uh, he's uh, a talented young guy, and it makes some sense that he, um, he gets a chance to come in and compete for him right away. So um, the years of experience he has is significant. Some other uh, news around the league transfer news. Oregon State redshirt sophomore defensive end Connor Wark has entered the transfer portal. The three-star recruit for the Beavers, if you can remember, two years ago, 6'4", 255. Didn't see much um, on the field with uh, Oregon State. Redshirted in 18 and was a reserve depth player for them. Didn't 
didn't uh, accomplish much of anything. Uh, he'll likely have to sit out, uh, but he'll have two years of eligibility in 2021 and 2022 when he does. And former Oregon um, redshirt uh, senior corner Omar Hicks Uno is transferred to Montana. Former sprinter, been timed in uh, in the uh, the mid four threes. Um, he's shown some flashes at times, but he's dealt with injuries the past couple of years. He's got one year of eligibility left. He's six one, 192. He'll be eligible to play immediately since he's leaving as a graduate, uh, moving to the FCS level. And former Oregon redshirt sophomore Khalif um, Halassi is transferred to Weber State, six feet, 200. Um, played in 13 games in 18, uh, mostly contributing on special teams. Um, it's a really good program that uh, Weber State has, so he'll be able to play immediately as well. Some recruiting news around the league. Uncommitted five-star tackle Amarius Mims um, released his list of 10 schools on his list, and amongst the pack, uh, among the schools are Pac-12 teams, Oregon, and um, – you know, um, USC was excised from the list at this point. It looks like Oregon, Tennessee, Alabama, LSU, Georgia, and Florida, Clemson, Florida State, Oklahoma, and Auburn. Now, the four teams that made the previous cut, North Carolina, South Carolina, A&M, and USC, were uh, taken off the list at this time. She's from Cochran, Georgia, uh, number two overall prospect in the 2021 class, one of the best players in the country. But it uh, it's, uh, speaks volumes that Oregon's able to make the list, and that's the connection with Mario Cristobal's recruiting background. They're able to sell a lot of what's coming back and what's coming out in this year's draft. Uncommitted four-star safety, Jalen Reed's going to announce his pledge on May 10th. Looking to take some official visits before the the whole coronavirus came out, but uh, among the schools that are interested are Oregon. Uh, that he's interested in Oregon, USC. He's one of the top 250 prospects in this class. USC doing a little bit better job in recruiting. In the early stages of recruiting, they did get a verbal from four-star running back Brandon Campbell, 5'11", 194. He chose USC over Alabama, Florida, LSU, TCU, and Penn State. Um, he's got a chance to play early. That was a big part of his decision. We'll see if USC can hold on to the Katy, Texas native. Uh, really good player, and no question. Um, you know, obviously, Ronald Jones came from the state, and he's, we're talking about one of the 200 best prospects in the class. Quick, explosive, good speed. Uh, good get for USC if they can hold on to him. Now, Prophet Brown, four-star running back, um, released his final six, and I don't know how that commitment will affect Prophets, but USC is also on that list. And, again, the need to get as many young backs as possible is great. Uh, Oregon, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Nebraska, and Michigan are the other schools that are in the mix for Brown. Really good speed back. Really good at catching the football out of the backfield. One of the top 350 overall prospects in this class of 2021. I want to talk a little bit about 
some of the draft prospects and the latest over this past week who are the players in the conference in the region. Jordan Love continues to be a real story about where he's going to end up. You know, the young man has lots of ability. We know there's with the coaching change and scenarios there, the production hasn't been as consistent. But the guy's got a lot of ability, and we know the overvalued nature of quarterbacks. And I have no doubt in my mind that he's going in the first round and likely in the top half of the first round. Who exactly where? Not sure. There are a number of teams that are interested. I know that the Saints and the Packers and the Colts, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Raiders are among those that have either met face-to-face with them prior to the uh, elimination of that process or in the recent FaceTime uh, conversation. So, um, you know, uh, we'll see if uh, we'll see how this plays out. But the young man uh, is definitely helped himself a lot in terms of his ability to present himself. And the tape shows not the consistency but the potential. Of course, we've got the breakdowns uh, we had uh, – Last week we went into a little bit more detail of his film room breakdown, and certainly you can check to see where Jordan Love is on the draft board as all the draft boards are up on LandryFootball.com, so take advantage of that today. Uh, Jacob Eason is another another interesting storyline. Um, he's held video meetings with about a dozen teams. Um, you know, getting people to understand – um, his knowledge, his acumen, his learning acumen is an important part. Uh, and a lot of guys don't know much about it. You know, he hasn't played a lot of football, transferred from Georgia, went back home to Washington, been, again, a physically gifted guy. And people have asked me, you know, in, in, in all the time, well, you got because there's you compare, for example, Jacob Eason, Big physical gifts, but not a lot of playing time and playing history. Jake Fromm, who was also at Georgia with Jacob, is the opposite. Very limited physically, but very cerebral. What's more important, folks, you you have to have both. Now, it's not as simple as having both. There's always degrees of what you have in terms of um, mental acuity and physical ability. There's always degrees of that. But if you are physically gifted, you can't process information quickly, you're going to struggle. You have ability, but you're lazy, and you learn, and you still can't process it because you don't work hard. You got the physical ability. You're going to struggle at the quarterback position. It's not like other positions where your athleticism can – you can line up a guy on the defensive line. You don't have to be nearly as smart to play there. Quarterback, you got to absorb a lot. So you have to know where to go with the football. you got to be able to get it there. 
you got to be able to set protections. you got to be able to recognize things pre-snap. you got to be able to get out of a bad play into a better one. you got to be able to do those things. So the mental part is significant. If you have the mental ability to see all of that, but you don't have the physical skills to execute it, you're not going to make it either. So this whole, well, it, this is what matters and not that wrong. They both matter. They both matter a lot. Jacob Eason is obviously someone that's going to get his chance. He's going to be a developmental guy. But of the two, if you have two extremes, the one thing you've got to determine with a physically gifted guy like Eason, if he has the capacity and willingness to learn, you've got more upside with him, more potential with him. With a Jake Fromm, you know that you're dealing with a guy that's physically limited as a starter. And that's not going to get better. Jake Fromm looks like a career backup in the league, which can make you a nice living. And he certainly could, I think, get you through a game. And I do think there's some things you can do to become a little bit more athletic and stronger arm. Look, Tom Brady didn't have a great arm. He got better. There are things that Jake Fromm can do to improve it. But there's much more limitations with him. Greater upside with the more physically skilled guy. Speaking of physically skilled, <coughs> Justin Herbert is also taking part in a lot of video meetings, the Chargers, the Raiders. Um, you know, really the tape study is we've gone over it here is poise in the pocket, accuracy underneath, um, goes through the progressions pretty nicely. think he's a good leader. You know, part of the issues with him around him productivity-wise can be explained to the fact that he doesn't have really good playmakers around him. So you've got to kind of correlate that. And there's some people – in this league, I know that like, and I mean in this league, meaning the NFL, that like Justin Herbert more than Tua. I think they like the size. I think they like that potential. They like the better chance at being more durable. Um, but that's not a consensus. Far from a consensus. So it'll be interesting to see. But, again, we'll go very, very high. Stand out in Eugene, Calvin Throckmorton. It's a very productive player for him. Um, but as I said all along, I think tackles a long shot for him. Played at right tackle. I see him more as a guard. Now he's played all across the line, so versatility is key. He's a very good run blocker. Um, and I think that the fact that he can play right tackle in a pinch and be a really good guard is going to help him. Austin Jackson, USC tackle. Such an interesting prospect in his own right. We've broken him down a couple of weeks ago, and he's had a really good career at USC. But there's still strides that need to be made um, to be an effective tackle at the next level. His footwork especially in the run game needs to improve. But um, he's good in pass pro, and he's got that upside ability. So I think he's he's got a good future. Arizona safety, Tristan Cooper. Um 
like him, but there's limitations. He's going to have to be a really good special teams player in camp to make a roster 6'2", 200. He appeared in 11 of Arizona's 12 games in 19. Um, 47 tackles, two for loss, two pass breakups. Uh, not a big play threat, but a guy that's really will work hard, try hard, tense football player. He's going to have to make it on special teams. Um, Anthony Gordon was the most accurate quarterback on throws with the ball coming out quick in the country this past year. Be another interesting storyline. Getting the ball out quickly, throwing the short pass is something he does very well. Throwing it downfield is going to be a different situation. Not as good as Gardner Minshew coming out. It's going to be interesting. We're going to get into Ashton Davis a little bit more details, but he's got the makings of a pretty good deep safety. Um, 6'1", 200. Um, he's got some playmaking ability. Excited to talk to you about him a little bit. Hawaii's receiver Cedric Bird's another intriguing guy. Uh, he's had more receptions from the slot than any other G5 receiver this past season. Picked up 96 receptions when lined up as a slot receiver, which is 10 more than the kid out of Temple, Jaden Blue. Very productive player. Finished just short of 100 receptions on the year. I think it was a 98. 5'9", 175 pounds. Late-round guy, undrafted free agent type. But don't be surprised if he makes the cut. A couple of thoughts before we get into a little film room breakdowns, draft room breakdowns. Keaton Slovis coming back was accurate on over 50%, actually 51% of his passes beyond 20 yards last season, which is very good. Top three in the country. Um, only lower than, than Joe Burrow, which is 60% in that area. Um, it'd be interesting to see with the, he and, and JT Daniels went down, Slovis and Daniels uh, ballot out for the starting job, but uh, it, it uh, Slovis is certainly the guy with the, the upper hand going into it. And, you know, all the talk about Oregon's tackles and offensive line as a whole coming out in this draft, Panay Sewell is coming back, and what a great player he is. If you're looking at it in terms of who the best players are in the country at their position – you could make a strong case that it could be him. He's really that good. All right, let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> three guys. And first of all, Fresno State's Natane Muti, an offensive guard. It's an intriguing guy. 6'3", 310, very versatile. Started, um, played at left tackle, left guard. He started like three, four games at left tackle, played at left guard, raw talent, blocky-type frame with good friend, uh, good uh, strength, really underrated athleticism, can come off the snap very quickly. Got the twitch, quick twitch burst. Um, does a nice job of adjusting in space, get out on linebackers on the second level. Um Light on his feet, good balance. Um, strong, can can certainly hold his own 
in the run game and in a short pass set. The biggest concern about him is health, durability. He's only played 19 games because of the durability. Achilles injury in 19. Um, Ruptures Achilles in 18. Played in three games in 19 before suffering a season-ending Liz Frank foot injury. Played only one full season in 17. Doesn't have ideal height, um, a tackle, but I think can be a really good inside player. Um, you know, if he could stay healthy, he could be a, an Isaac Sumatu who came out of Oregon State. He's played with the Eagles. He's got that type of ability. And, um, you know, but durability is going to be the issue for him. Curtis Weaver, the defensive end from Boise State's intriguing. He's the Mountain West record holder for career sacks. Explosive athlete, ability to beat tackles with speed and bend around the edge. His counter moves to his speed rush, spin move, very, very effective. Does a good job of keeping his eyes on the quarterback, rushing the passer. Really good finisher. Plays with a higher motor. He's um, a willing run defender. Tends to lead with his shoulders a little bit. Use of hands needs some, some work. But explosive athlete. Uh, has experience in coverage and dropping. He's got a little bit of D Ford in him with the Niners. Speed, ability to play, um, kind of jumps off on tape. A little more refined than in his uh, his counter moves coming out of college than a, a guy like D Ford. So he's got a chance, I think, to be a pretty good player at the next level. Uh, and I think I think it's underrated. Uh, they've got a few players coming out of Boise again that's pretty good. He's one of them that jumps out at me that's got uh, one of the better chances of, of making it. And Ashton Davis of Cal. Real interesting prospect. The safety, we mentioned him a little bit earlier. Former walk-on, started 32 career games, tied for the lead in FBS with 39 kick returns in 17. Um, like his speed, like his instincts, like his hard-hitting, no-nonsense ability, physical, throw his body around, um, can flip his hips, change directions very well. Hyper, hyper aggressive. I mean, he trusts his eyes. He attacks the ball. That is why he plays so fast. He's a little bit of a lanky build. He'll line up and thump you now. <clears throat> He's often lined up in a single high safety look. He's got the speed and awareness to handle it pretty well. Recognition skills are, skills are good. He's trusted to drop down and handle coverage. On receivers, tight ends, and backs, I think he shows good read and react. Body control's good. He was a standout hurdler on their track team over there at Cal. Um, I think he's a good tackler, but I think he really is over-aggressive sometimes and takes himself out of plays. But when he's in position, he makes it but he takes himself out of position a little too much. Um, his play style contributes to some of those mistakes. He's got to clean up. But he's, to me, I think a talented guy. Uh, I think he's got a little bit of Demarius Randall in him. 
and I think he's a make-it guy. So uh, I'm excited about his play. We'll get into a little bit more, uh, some more guys out on the West Coast and the Pac-12 next week on next week's show. Hey, folks, a reminder again to check out LandryFootball.com for all the draft boards, scouting reports uh, on players in this draft, free agent boards. We got it all for you. NFL, college football, recruiting. We got it all over at LandryFootball.com. So check it out. Um, News and notes, what's going on in recruiting, what's going on around the college world, what's going on around the NFL. We got it all for you. So 50% discount. It's like having your own scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. Check it out at LandryFootball.com right now. And check out our great folks at 401k Generation. They're the experts in financial planning, financial money management issues, anything to deal with giving you your financial checkup today. No obligation discussion can be had. You can call them and find out what they do. You can text them and get a chance to get to know them and tell them that you heard about them here and you just want to know what they do and uh, how they can help you potentially. Maybe you have someone, get a second opinion. Maybe you don't have someone, get a first opinion. But learn a little bit more about what they do uh, in the event that you may need them now or in the future. And you can do that by calling or texting at 1-866-998-5879. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Have a great weekend. And we'll be back Monday talking more college football with you, SEC football and beyond then. And flip on over to listen to our pro football show as well. So long, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.